Welcome to the I Hear Design podcast. I'm Adrienne Thompson with Interiors and Sources, and joining us today is Peter Bowles, who is the Managing Director of Original BTC. Established in 1990 by Peter, Original BTC began life as an Oxford-based home lighting brand and has since then secured two further lighting brands, Heritage Marine Lighting Manufacturer, Davy Lighting, and LED Lighting Manufacturer, Bead Light, under its umbrella. The British lighting manufacturer now has showrooms in London, New York, and Paris. Peter, thank you so much for being here and joining us today. Oh, you're welcome, Adrian. Great. So, Peter, as a lighting company that's been around for close to three decades, I'm sure you've seen commercial lighting trends come and go, some being better than others. One that I've been noticing a lot myself lately is how designers and companies are really taking wellness and human-centric design into consideration when creating a space. Across all types of industries, there really seems to be a fascination and focus on wellness products and environments that are really designed to generate our well-being. So how are you seeing this tie into lighting products and projects with original BTC? Well, I can I can certainly agree with you on, on that, that um, with us, my lighting designs and, and our lighting at Original BTC has, has always actually really been about well-being and pleasure. Um, and I would agree that more and more people um, are more aware of well-being and, and appreciating their surroundings. And this knocks on certainly in, into lighting. Yeah. So, and, you know, I know as far as lighting goes, you know, people are, for example, taking in circadian rhythm into consideration and creating lighting systems and products that kind of, you know, mimic how the outdoor works, you know, from sun to sunrise to sunset, and they manipulate color temperatures to do all of these things. Are you seeing, are you guys doing any work like that as far as your lighting products? Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, lighting can ma- massively improve um, your well-being for everywhere, not just in the house, but as you say, also commercially. Um, mm-hmm. And we're very much involved in trying to create lighting that makes you feel good in the position you are at that time. So the the lighting is to reflect the mood that you're wanting to be in at that time. And we go right across from aviation for first class business class seating where we have task lighting specifically illuminating specific areas in the right tone of light for what people are wanting at that time whether it's for reading or whether it's for sleeping or relaxing listening to listening to music and that and that goes through right through into into um, restaurants hotels bars as well right yeah and I think you hit the nail on the head with aviation as an example, because we're really seeing this a lot in airports, you know, where people are traveling from time zone to time zone, just to better adapt their bodies for where they're heading. Yes, that's right. And you'll notice on on aircraft now that they're actually changing the whole tone of the lighting inside the aircraft to reflecting the, the, the lighting uh, for where you're arriving. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it's at in, you know, five or 10 years when this trend is really picked up even more. Yes, sure. Yes, definitely. But it, but actually in actually into the commercial setting, so say a hotel, a hotel bathroom, it's all 
you want to have a mixture of um, of functional lighting and ambient lighting. Functional lighting for when you're in there for having a shave and perhaps in and out quick, um, or actually more relaxing central ambient lighting so that when you're lying in the bath, it's all much more relaxed. And it's sort of it's all part of this well-being. It's having things how you want them, where you are at that specific time for what you're doing. Absolutely. And and that's the purpose of the lighting. And then I think what also is these lights are made of, you know, materiality is also becoming an extremely important factor in products as well, especially for interior environments and projects that are wanting to be considered for certification, such as LEED and WELL. Um, so what are some of the innovative and creative materials being used to manufacture lighting this year? You know, for example, I've noticed original BTC um, acquired, a, I believe, a China bone china factory, and you guys make beautiful bone china fixtures. So what are some of the materials that you guys use? That said, we use a, we use a lot of ceramic bone china, um, and we have our own factory here in the UK because it it's not just about the, the even the materials now. People are, are much more aware of, of their surroundings, and they want to appreciate and relax with what they have, and that can even lead back to heritage. You know, where's it come from? How is it made? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like? It's not just what it looks like, but with the bone china, it's a it's a wonderful material for lighting. It gives you this very nice warm ambient light um, when it's illuminated, but, but also when it's turned off, um, which can often be for a lot of the time, it's very attractive um, and can be quite architecturally styled. Uh, so we so we use bone china a lot, um, and it has fantastic longevity as well. Um, because we're very much into longevity of products. Yes, and I think that's important too. So you can continue to consistently use something for many, many years coming, and then that way we don't have to continuously, you know, get new product. It's great that you focus on making something that's durable and long lasting. Yeah, because you're right. I, there's definitely is a, a very big move away from disposable everything and um with our lighting it's something that you can certainly use for 20 30 years and we occasionally will get an email in from somebody we had somebody from new york in fact, i think just last month emailing us emailing in saying i'm terribly sorry i'm just so upset we've we've broken our shade on our hector floor light our child knocked it over is there any way we can get a get a replacement one we've had it for 20 something years oh wow we, we still have the the same components that we were using 20, 30 years. And so um, so we actually just sent them a replacement shade and um, with, with our love, really. Fantastic to know our lights are still being used for such a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's I'm sure they're just as equally happy to know that something they've loved for so long, they can continue to get a replacement of as well. Just shows that it speaks for the product is what I mean to say. Yeah, I think so, and also the fact that how people actually know the names of our know the names of our lights as well. So mm-hmm. we have Hector and Stanley and all sorts of different names, um, and then we'll meet people and they say, "Oh, I've got your Hector light, or I've got your Stanley, or I've got your Titan." It, it's quite incredible. People actually like to have a product that they can appreciate um, and feel relaxed with around you. I mean, absolutely. I think you want to 
like your surroundings um, and feel relaxed in amongst them. Yep. And, you know, considering all of the different kinds of lights you guys make, you make a wide variety of lights from sure. different materials. So what do you think, what do you expect the light of the future to look like? You know, considering some of the materials and the trends we talked about in these last few minutes, what are you guys seeing the future of lighting look like? Um, well, it, it's, a, it's a hard one to call, but um, I think the type of lighting that we make, which has this longevity, um, it's not wacky, so you're not going to like it for three years and then suddenly hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not super cheap, so you, you appreciate it because it's so cheap. Um, so I think the the longevity part of things is means our lighting is still going to be around for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. And I and I can't see any huge, great big trend um to moving to panel lighting. I mean, if you go back fifty years, forty years, and you've got lots of panel lighting. Um, and okay, it's all LED now, but people do like to have some decorative pieces, even if they're, even if their houses or apartments or offices or are very minimalist, they still like to have this sort of architectural lighting or interesting piece around them that sort of breaks things up a little bit, but without making things messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So. Um, so- so I don't, you know, I don't think lighting is going to dramatically change from where we are over the next 20 years or so. The, the technology has changed tremendously, but it all fits inside people's existing lighting in the main um, and is all much better for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, I think the classic components of lighting are definitely there just with a little modern twist on a couple of things that can make it better. So definitely people are still loving what we've had though, like you said, for 20, 30 years, which is great. Yeah, I would, I would say so, but you know, you can go much smaller now than ever you've ever been able to go before, which is so because of the led, you can actually make very small little lights, which will give off a a lot of light. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but oddly enough, if you're asking me about what sort of a, a trend is towards or what we're feeling at, at the moment, um, it's actually statement pieces. So we're, we're actually finding more interest in statement pieces for the centre of the room, um, which uh, are very attractive, um, both lit and, and unlit. Um, so when you, when you think you can actually go very, very small, it's quite strange the natural fact People are often wanting to go larger with their with their fittings. Interesting. It's funny how it flips around like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, moving away from products and just getting into projects where your lighting is placed in the space. As yeah. the managing director of Original BTC, I'm sure you know there's a lot of what ifs that go into any design project especially when considering what kind of lighting to use nowadays. You know, do you want to use LEDs? Do you want a panel system? What works best for you? So designers might find themselves asking, you know, what if I'm specifying lighting for a restaurant? What kind of light do I need? And so on and so forth. So just give us, as a final question for you, Peter, give us some of your tips on what you think is the smoothest way to make your lighting selections confidently when designing a space today. 
Well, if, if, if we're talking about restaurants, um, that's one of my sort of pet, pet subjects, really. Sure, we can um, talk about that specifically. That'd be great. Yeah, because we're, with restaurants, uh, you know, often you can look into a restaurant from the outside. It's not always just a, a plain door. Um, and if you're, at a, say, at an airport, you've got lots and lots of restaurants all lined up round. And one of the things that can really define and make a difference to actually how everybody else looks is, is the lighting. The lighting can make something much more attractive um, and really putting up inexpensive cheap lighting that sort of hand, hangs off centre on a kilter or something like that just slightly indicates as to what the rest of the restaurant's going to be like. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very much a visual thing for even before you've actually gone to the restaurant if you're walking down a street at night and you see this lovely lit restaurant, warm and inviting, you're much more likely to go to go in there. Um, Definitely. And, and then when I think when you're actually in there, you obviously want it to be suitable for the food that you're having to you're you're wanting to eat. Um, so obviously, if we're talking about fast foods and restaurants, things like that, then you they generally are much brighter. Um, and there's a very interesting fact in actual fact that. If the lights are dimmed down, people will eat anything up to 25% less just from having the lights dimmed down rather than on a bright white light. So for the fast food chain stores, they're often wanting the lights very um, bright, um, large fixtures and and plenty of illumination. But when you're going into different restaurants, they obviously want to tone things down and make it more relaxing, have it comfortable for people to be there for when they're there, while they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to have task lighting that's shining in your eye from a different place. So it's all right. about making sure when you're sitting around the table or just opposite from your partner or your person you're having eating with, that, that the actual lighting is, is very complementary to the surroundings and not, not a negative. And lighting really should be um, complementing our 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 living space where we are uh, certainly at that time. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I think anyway, certainly. Yeah. No. And I, like you said, I mean, as a, just a normal person, I love walking down the street and I definitely take notice of the restaurants that give off that warm inviting glow. And that's, those are the ones you tend to notice and say, Oh, what's this place? I want to check this place out. And they just give you that sense of comfort and you want to be in that space. So. I definitely see what you were saying. I think so. And, and even the lighting outside. I mean, I also have this for, for homes. So, you know, so if you're in your home, and uh, you if you have a, a porch or an outdoor space where, where you have lighting um, before you enter into your house, you know, it, the lighting on the outside and the paint work on the door and the, the brass work or the accessories you have on the door, it's so important to actually have those that how you particularly like it. And so at night when you're walking up, you, you can have these very nice lights on the, on the entrance to your house, very warm and, and inviting. And it gives a very good indication as to what the interior of the property is like. And so if you have a, if you have a, um, a restaurant and you have an outside space before you walk into the restaurant, you definitely want to have very nice lighting um, and very nice um, menu display if you have a menu display it's all very reflective and in, 
and can affect how many people actually literally step over that threshold into into your restaurant. Um, and also, you know, for when your friends come around, they look and appreciate what, you know, what's going to be inside the house. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on that particular subject, as well as your tips and also, I learned a lot more about what Original BTC does. I hope our listeners did as well. But Peter, I know you're based in England, so thank you. I know our schedules are definitely different right now since I'm here in Iowa. But thank you for joining us today. No, you're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Yeah, well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you to our listeners who joined us. And be sure to tune in for another episode of I Hear Design. Mm-hmm.